there, kitties. I hope everything's going well in podcast land. Uh, today's episode, uh, well, it may or may not be a little long. Let's see how this one goes. Because uh, I, I got some clips I'm going to play for you. And uh, we're going to sit down and uh, discuss them after we play each one. I'm actually going to be taking some notes on this shit. I mean, look at... <clears throat> But yeah, uh, this one's kind of a PSA and a sort. Uh, for those of you that are not in the know of uh, what the fuck a PSA is, because I mean, some of these fucking kids nowadays can't even read an analog clock, much less know what the fuck PSA stands for. This stands for public service announcement. Um, we gonna talk about something that's. Well, it's kind of irked me for a little while, and we'll see if it irks you as well, or see if maybe you suffer from it, from either ends of the spectrum that it may be. Uh, this is called a TDS. TDS. There are many people in politics that suffer from TDS, and, and there's a lot of people in the media that suffer from TDS. There's also a lot of people in the streets that suffer from TDS, whether it be uh, uh, anger or, or obsession, in, in a sense. The TDS stands for Trump Derangement Syndrome. Yeah. Trump Derangement Syndrome. Now, what, what is Trump Derangement Syndrome? To, to put it in layman's terms, this motherfucker, the fucking uh, blonde Cheeto that he is, is constantly on your mind. Whether you fear him, hate him, or absolutely obsess with him, he is always on your mind in some form or fashion and you just can't get him out of there this motherfucker lives rent free like randy quaid in a fucking million dollar house he's just squatting there man just poking at your fucking cerebellum just do something do something and it's it's comedic in a sense sometimes, but it's just, it's kind of sad, man, when you think about it. I mean, look at these fucking cows on The View, what they do and how they fucking act anytime somebody mentions fucking Trump. It's like fucking scaring a bunch of goats, man. They just all kind of freeze up, fall over, and then start screaming at the top of their lungs. Blah! They, they just, they can't fucking stand it. Any kind of fucking positivity. Now, the question is, do they actually believe in, in this rhetoric and this fucking fear-mongering fucking hatred that they spew? Do they believe the lies that they tell along with this? Because, yes, folks, there are lies that they tell about this man. Now, whether you want to believe it or not, they do lie about this man. Now, sometimes they do tell the truth because this man has done some things and said some things. You live as long as he has within the fucking lifestyle that he has, you tend to get some kind of a fucking uh, 
mindset about you to where you believe you're untouchable and you just tend to run at the fucking mouth, man. I mean, of course he's got a fucking ego. Look how money, how much money he's worth and look at the things that he's fucking accomplished. You, you tend to have an ego whenever you have that much confidence in yourself and the things that you've done. Now, as far as the lies go, well, let's, let's just, let's see, some of the things that they said, because they're constantly talking about how he's racist, right, you know, racist, dictator, he's racist, he, he's done all this, he's all about the white supremacists, let's, let's, uh, play a little something and uh, see how racist he really is. Take a listen to this. Have you ever heard this president say one negative thing about white supremacists? Have you ever heard it? I totally disavow the Ku Klux Klan. I totally disavow David Duke. You wouldn't even condemn David Duke for God's sake. Well, you've got David Duke just joined, a bigot, a racist, a problem. I mean, this is not exactly the people you want in your party. I got back in this race because of what happened in Charlottesville. People coming out of the woods, carrying torches, their veins bulging, and a young woman gets killed resisting the hate and violence, and the president gets asked to come in, and what's he say? He says they're very fine people on both sides. And you had some very bad people in that group, but you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. And I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups? Neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. Racism is evil, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, Condemn the evil of anti-Semitism and hate. Our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. I mean, honestly, folks, how many fucking times has he got to say it, man? He said it time after time after time again. I mean, you fucking heard it. I mean, it was his voice sounded younger, so you can tell it was from older interviews than it was during the 2016 campaign. Whenever they were asking all these fucking questions, it was during the fucking debates. Whenever they were asking all these fucking questions, and the big one that they're really fucking pushing, left and fucking right, man, is the the fine people on both sides. They even fucking brought that up during the fucking impeachment hearings against them whenever they were talking about how fucking hateful and racist he is, right? And his lawyers fucking came out and disproved it. They fucking played the full fucking clips. They showed how everything was fucking doctored. Now the question is, who doctored the fucking evidence? Well, that would be the media. They're the one that doctored it. But did they have orders from higher up to doctor this fucking evidence or doctor this fucking uh, broadcast or whatever the fuck you want to call it? It's only evidence when it's in a trial, I guess. I mean, but that's going to be coming up here fucking soon, too. But, uh, you know, did it come from higher up? Did it come from the DNC? Did it come from, you know, 
whatever, man. Did it come from the fucking you know, president of the fucking United States? You know, Obama during that time frame whenever Trump was running for office. So, and that was their big one, man. That was their fucking go-to, you know. And you heard Biden fucking talking about he's never, he's never, he's never. Only well, he has over and fucking over and fucking over again, man. I mean, how many fucking times has he got to fucking say this shit, man? Now they're fucking telling you that, you know, uh, that Biden is is the one that's trying to save democracy. That Trump's going to be a fucking tyrannical fucking leader. He's he's going to be a fucking dictator. He's going to take away everything. He's going to and try to imprison his political opponents. Right. Well, you know, let, let let's let's take it a listen to uh, this little thing right here. Let, let's talk about this. Your predecessor is about to launch another campaign. So how do you reassure them if that is the reason for their questioning that the former president will not return, that his political movement, which is still very strong, uh, will not once again take power in the United (laughs) States? Well, um, we just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by uh, if we uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he uh, under the legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution, does not become the next president again. I'm making sure that he does not become the next president again? And what do you mean you're using the Constitution to demonstrate or prove that he shouldn't be allowed to run? Using the Constitution as in Section 3 of the 14th Amendment? You just revealed to the whole world, Joe, that you were working behind the scenes with Merrick Garland to prevent Trump from running if he decided to run. In fact, the New York Times reported that you pressured Merrick Garland to prosecute Trump. That press conference was November 9th. Six days later, on November 15th, Trump announced that he was going to run again. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. On November 18th, three days after Trump announced, Merrick Garland appointed Jack Smith a special prosecutor. And that is not a coincidence. You know, it's, it it was funny because even if you, whenever you look back at the fucking 2016 campaign that Trump was fucking running and everything, uh, whenever he was amazing, he did so much, you know, rappers fucking loved him. Movie stars loved him. He was in the fucking movies. He was on fucking television. He was a TV personality. He had his business. New York fucking loved him. He even saved New York financially because they couldn't afford to do some kind of a fucking parade or Christmas event or something along those fucking lines. And because Trump is like, this is a tradition. We have to do it. So he paid for it out of pocket. Right? So New York fucking loves him. He's amazing. I mean, he kind of was New York in a sense, which is why he was in the Home Alone movie. Because, I mean, you can't talk 
about going to New York City without talking about going to Trump Tower. And why do you go to Trump Tower? Well, you go in hopes to see Trump once in a fucking while, right? I mean, don't fucking deny that that wasn't the whole reason why a lot of people went there what been back in the fucking 80s and 90s and even the early 2000s why they were going there because it was in hopes to see Trump every now and then. I mean, I worked in a fucking titty bar that was owned by Dimebag Daryl and uh, fucking Vinnie Paul from Pantera. I was there for three years. And even though those two people were only two of five fucking owners of this club, so many people came there in hopes to see Pantera. That, that, that was the whole fucking reason, right? I mean, they didn't really go to the titty bar for titty bar. They went there in hopes to see Pantera. They would ignore naked women and alcohol just to fucking get an autograph. And people would come up. They would get a fucking autograph from this man. They would go directly to a tattoo shop that wasn't that very far away. And they would get it tattooed onto their body. This is what people did. You know, whenever you obsess over people, whenever you fall into that fucking fandom this is what you do right well trump had fucking fans and then he goes down the golden escalator says he's running for president next thing you know he becomes the most devious hateful fucking racist bigoted fucking xenophobic orange fucking cheeto you have ever seen he is vile he's despicable I mean, the moment he gets into office, everything's going to go to hell, right? Even though he ran for four years and we were economically great and uh, financially and and energy independent as a country. And we started to grow well before we had the pandemic, but that's a whole other story in itself. Um yeah you know he he couldn't accomplish it the first time because there was good people that was in his way and that was stopping him from destroying democracy but if he gets in there again oh there's no stopping him oh he's so vile he's vicious i mean you heard what biden said right he said he's going to do everything within his power and the power of the constitution to make sure that trump never gets into power again Here's the magic word that he keeps fucking using. Power. 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 I have the power. I mean, fuck, dude. We're living in a bad cartoon of fucking 80s he, man, to where Skeletor's in fucking control. Mind you, it's a Skeletor with a lot less fucking muscles. I mean, this is what happens when you let Disney do realism. Skeletor looks like fucking Joe Biden. (laughs) I have the, oh, I forgot. I mean, there's no way we can honestly be taking this old fucking man seriously. I mean, you can see it. Not only the look of loss in his eyes, the man is suffering from fucking dementia. He is constantly in a state of fucking confusion. He's basically working as a trained fucking dog. This is elderly abuse at its finest. And if this Democratic Party or any fucking, even the Republican Party, look what they're doing with fucking Mitch McConnell, man. 
this motherfucker is about as old as a fucking 10-foot fucking tortoise in the deep sea. Jesus Christ. Gravity's taking its fucking toll on his face is leaking off of his fucking skull. I think his eyeballs are the only thing that are holding him up because of the fact that they're partially fucking protruding. This, this, it, it's insane. He keeps freezing up. He doesn't know whether he wants to respond, walk away, or piss himself. And then, shit, then you got fucking Humpty Dumpty's like fucking uh, Jerry Nadler up there, man. If anybody fucking follows any kind of politics, you know who Jerry Nadler is. This man will sit here up there and he will fucking shit all over himself and his fucking deep depends because he depends on them motherfuckers. I mean, they'll hold it in and pack it in, but they won't cover the fucking odor, man. Febreze couldn't even kill this shit. I mean, there's fucking foul things coming from this man that people veer away from. You can see the tears well up in their eyes during press conferences. Heaven forbid this man fucking, he, he, he can't walk. He has to waddle on. It's amazing that his fucking chicken legs can hold him up, man. He, it's just, wow. And these are the people that believe that they are in control. Now, mind you, they are controlling things, but doesn't mean they have to be in control. One of the most important documents ever written starts off as we the people, we the people, not them. They are elected representatives. And it is because of the fact that we have become drones, we're, we're We've become mindless. I mean, what what's the slogan for the Democrats? Sometimes vote blue no matter who, right? That that that's a fucking cult mindset. Oh my god. The Kool-Aid might have poison in it, but you know, these people would never really hurt us. It's for the best. Uh-huh. So, I mean, Biden said he's going to try to do everything within the Constitution. So what is the Biden administration doing? And I honestly, I I honestly do not think this is Biden himself doing this. Again, look how fucking lost he is on a daily basis. He, he, and their desperate attempts, desperate attempts to fucking get the black vote. They're, they're, they're doing, they're acting exactly as fucking stupid as they say all the white people are. That they're trying to come out and have a dinner of fried chicken uh, with, with a black family in their home. And then he went to go stop and visit the black community at a fucking fried chicken spot. Why? 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 You're racially profiling while telling people that you shouldn't racially profile, but white people will always racially profile because white people are just born oppressors. It's just... (sighs) 
can somebody please explain this to me? I, I am I am beyond mind blown from all of this. It just oh my god! But this is what they want to put out. This is what they want to say. This is this is what's you know being pushed by them. So yeah, and. and they're they're trying to tell you that Trump is going to go after the reporters. So you know, a lot of the media they really want to talk about how Trump's going to go after the reporters because they're fucking terrified. They're terrified. Hang on one second, folks. I'm a little parched here. I honestly don't know if you would call that refreshing, but it is right fucking tasty. One of the things that's most difficult for me to give up is sugar and carbonated fucking drinks, man. I, I don't know what's going on, but I absolutely fucking love them. Well, but they're trying to tell you that Trump's going to be going after all of the media personnel and he's going to be holding them for treason. Well, there is a good possibility of that. <laughs> Excuse me. If uh, they willingly went along with a situation of spreading false information, knowing that it was false information, in order to uh, push propaganda and have people believe the said false information, then, then yeah, I, I knowing that this was going to do what it does to the country and knowing the people that are in charge of doing what they're currently doing all while spreading this false information calling it misinformation and disinformation whenever it's really the truth um yeah i i, I do believe that falls within the territories of treason i mean that's just my personal opinion again i'm no constitutional lawyer but it's pretty, pretty fucking close, folks. And this shit just, it keeps getting crazier and crazier and crazier. So they're telling you that Trump's going to be going after all the fucking, you know, media people and locking them up. How about we take a listen to this little story right here? You may not like Joe Biden if you're a Republican, but to say that Joe Biden locks up his political enemies or if you're a journalist, you get thrown into jail if you report critical things, it's ridiculous. You might hear that and think of Julian Assange or Douglas Mack, but I want to tell you about Steve Baker, a journalist here in North Carolina that the Department of Justice is going after. Because like dozens of mainstream media journalists, Steve Baker reported on the rioting at the Capitol on January 6th. But unlike mainstream journalists, Baker was not backed by a massive corporation. And since that day, he has been reporting on and breaking stories embarrassing to the government. In November 2021, the U.S. Attorney's Office informed Baker's lawyer that he would be charged within the week. But after that, the feds went radio silent. In August 2023, Baker received a grand jury subpoena for his video footage. And in December, he was told once again that he would be charged within the week. Now, as I was about to film this video, I actually got word that the DOJ is asking Baker to turn himself in next week to face misdemeanor charges. Despite these threats hanging over his head, Baker is now at the blaze and is continuing to chip away at the narrative with excellent reporting. From perjuring police officers and mysterious coincidences to reporting on my own January 6th trial. Even if you disagree with Baker's actions or reporting, this is just not how the justice system should work.
Uh, I absolutely agree. This is not how the justice system should work, whether you agree with his opinions on the fucking reporting or anything. And, and here's where it gets funny, because this guy works for the Blaze now, right? The Blaze, and they're considered a right-wing extremist fucking media group, which is a media group that's owned and run by Glenn Beck. Now, Glenn Beck is... I think he considers himself a libertarian. I don't even know what the fucking difference is in the classifications or whatnot. I, I have no fucking clue anymore. And, and honestly, I, I don't think it even fucking matters anymore. It's just, are you fucking American or are you not? That's all that really needs to matter anymore. But we're too fucking hung up on all these titles and everything else. And it's getting just absolutely insane and ridiculous. Hmm. But Glenn Beck used to work for CNN. He also worked for Fox News. Uh, you know, uh, he's worked for the main. And then he just started his own news agency. And he is the conspiracy theorist guy. But the thing is, nine out of fucking ten times, just like Alex Jones, he's fucking right. Call it scary, call it whatever. The man does his own fucking research. He doesn't believe in everything that he's being told on a regular basis. And it's just, and that's something that we all need to do. You know, and you, you, you can't just buy into everything. Just because it's on TV doesn't mean it's fucking real. Doesn't mean it's for sure, right? I mean, Lady and the Tramp is on TV and you think dogs actually fucking share spaghetti like that on a regular basis and nudge over fucking meatballs? No, I'm fucking hungry. I'm snacking that motherfucker up. And it's just... All this shit. And we're supposed to buy into it. I mean, look at what they were saying about the border. 2021, the border is fucking fine. 2022, the border is fine. 2023, the border is fine. 2024, well, the border's fucked up and we need to fix it. But it's all the Republicans' fault why we can't fix it right now. Are you fucking serious? The border was... And it wasn't fine. But, I mean, it, it was tolerable whenever Trump was in office because the imports coming over were fucking minimal. Now, here's where it gets fucking funny. If you talk about the border or whatever on the fucking uh, news media, as long as they're not looked at as dangerous for the most part, all of these people that are coming over here illegally are called migrants. They're, that's the only way they refer to them is migrants. Why? Because they are migrating. These are not a flock of fucking seagulls, man. These are not birds. These are not storks. These are not fucking wild elephants moving from one part of a country to another. They are not fucking migrating. These are not migrants. These are illegal immigrants is what they are. Now, the only time they're referred to as an illegal immigrant is if they get busted doing something crazy like stabbing somebody 40 times for the fifth time. Then they're finally considered an illegal immigrant. But otherwise, they're just migrants. That's all. Just migrants. We, we don't want to hurt their feelings, you know, you know, make their little pussy hurt just because of the fact that we want to put a M in front of it. I mean, give me a fucking break. And now, this guy reported, started reporting more and more about the January 6th thing and started revealing little bits of information here and fucking there and the truth behind January 6th. You know, how some of the fucking D.C. state uh, police officers that testified were actually involved in cooperating. And I believe even one of them put in, you know, regular clothes, plain clothes, dressed like a Trump supporter carrying around a Confederate flag. 
you know, that fucker with the tattoos all over his neck that released a book and was crying like a little bitch in front of Congress because somebody fucking talked to him bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. They were fucking part of it, man. And the thing is, what was crazy, if you look at the whole January 6th situation, let's go back and look at this for a little bit. Before everything went to shit and they called off and they said that they had to go into fucking hiding, Congress had to go into fucking hiding for protection because there was a break-in because people were getting through, right? What just so happened right before that? Well, there was a member of Congress who stood up and objected to some of the electoral college votes that were coming from a particular state. Now, for this objection to be heard and debated, it has to have it, uh, the objection and the reasons for the objection to be in writing, and that fucking paperwork in writing has to be signed off with the support of a state senator. Doesn't have to be particularly from that certain state, but it has to be signed off by a state senator. Now, there were several objections to the Electoral College votes during the 2016 uh, elections uh, for Clinton and Trump. And several Democrats had objected to Trump's Electoral College votes. But unfortunately enough, every single one of them did not have a senator to sign off for it. There was even some that pleaded to the senators during the time of the rebuttal and objection of the counting of the Electoral College votes with no reply. Nobody would sign off on it. But during the 2020 election, they had senators signed off on it. And they had senators signed off on multiple ejections for multiple states. Now, the process of this is whenever that objection is uh, ratified by the signing and approved through the president of the Senate, which would be the vice president, they would gavel a pause and go back and debate and verify the evidence and discuss whether they were going to approve or disapprove for those electoral college votes. And those said votes would not be just thrown away because Trump had alternative electoral college voters there and ready to place votes in place of him if the state and the Senate approved or uh, Congress and the Senate approved. This was legal as far as congressional sessions go. This is how it is written. But just so happens, as they went back for their first debate, oh my God, all hell broke loose. We can't do these debates. We can't object to this because we have to go into hiding now because we're being invaded and attacked by rioters. You know, the people that were staying within the velvet ropes and the stanchions and being escorted around by some of the officers while taking selfies. Yes, those rioters. Um, so needless to say, there were no more objections throughout the hearing whenever they came back and did it again. 
there were no more written objections. There were no more spoken objections. They just went through and accepted everything for what it was. And for whatever reason, I, I guess uh, Miss Pelosi believed that this was going to be a historical event for the night or a historical night. She, she had some kind of premonition. Call it a dream. Call it uh, a drunken stupor. Call it whatever the fuck you will. But for some reason or another, her and her daughter believed that this was going to be a magical and wonderful evening and they're going to have to document it because her daughter and her film crew were documenting the evening. And some of that footage has come out. And what's funny is there's been multiple takes of same scenes, repeating same lines. So, you know, as far as I knew, majority of documentaries that I've ever watched is supposed to be live and unscripted. But this one seemed a little scripted in some parts or Maybe they just wanted them to redo it again to give it more of a dramatic effect. Or maybe they just didn't like somebody that was in the video. Who fucking knows? But it seems kind of odd to me that you would have, I mean, documentary crew. I mean, I'm just curious when the documentary is going to come out. Who Who's the, the Hollywood studio that's funding the documentary? I mean, it can't really be an independent film, right? Pelosi's not going to spend her own fucking money for this shit. She's too busy buying fucking ice cream. Hmm. Isn't that what you feed dementia patients? I don't know. I don't know. And what's funny to me is, see, Fox News will tell you some things, right? Some things. Not everything, but some things. And you have your your major groups on the left-hand side. ABC that's owned by Disney. NBC that's owned by Comcast. uh, Fucking Paramount owns uh, fucking CBS. And I don't know, whoever the fuck owns Paramount, I don't even know. And then you got... Warner Brothers, Time Warner, fucking owning CNN, right? We already know these are left-leaning fucking organizations. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, if you look at the amount of the, the pot kind of material that they've been putting out regularly here recently for your entertainment purposes, you'll understand that these people, well, I, I guess they hurt their ankle because they're leaning a lot to the left, you know? Fox News is supposed to be your right-leaning support, in a sense, and um, they they give you enough information, that, you know, to get you angry, get you upset, you know, act like the old man sitting out by the pine wood fence, screaming at the guy who's driving too fast in his neighborhood. You just shake your hands and just, God damn it! Yes. I mean, apparently that's what they believe Fox News watchers are. It's just a bunch of old men screaming at younger kids because every time fucking you look at the commercials, it's either for erectile dysfunction or some kind of fucking diabetic or hemorrhoid or liver problem or whatever. Mm. Apparently Comedy Central thinks all the dying homos are the ones watching their TV at 3 o'clock in the morning because every other advertisement is for some kind of HIV treatment. 
Some of those commercials, man, I just I just question some of those commercials, you know what I'm saying? But either way, Fox News is a major, uh, major, major fucking uh, pusher for Big Pharma. Major pusher for Big Pharma. Between their Cialis and everything else and the fucking, oh my God. They got a fuck ton of shit that they push on there. And you just, I, I want to say about 75% of the advertisement that they push is either for fucking gold, silver, or fucking drugs, man. Well, if we're going to just gold, silver, and drugs, yeah. And that's about 85 to 90% of your commercials. The others are for wounded vets. I think that's just... Uh, Trying to keep the old veterans happy. Oh, at least they're doing something for the boys. No, they're not. No, they're not. I, I, I barely trust some of these fucking organizations, honestly. Fox News is there just to keep the fight going so we can be distracted. I mean, the majority of the people that are Republican in the fucking, uh, in, in, in the government are part of the unit party, man, and it's all one big fucking party, man, everybody's fucking each other, they don't give two shits, it's kind of like those Roman fucking orgies that you heard about during the Julius Caesar times, to where they're either sticking their dick in it or a feather in it, they're not really sure, they're just fucking putting it in there, like everybody was fucking everybody and they were overstuffing their face and then shoving feathers down their throat to throw it up and then shoving a dick in it and it just it it was crazy man this, this is what the romans did and apparently that's what the stupid fucking rich people in the hunger games did as well too and they all dressed like fucking crazy fancy fucking get-ups like a red carpet event the fucking oscars and the grammys We're living in some kind of a fucking seriously surreal world, man. This is insane. Art has become reality. It's not even the good art. <sighs> Jesus. But what does the DOJ do? DOJ is going after this. Uh, sorry, I got off script, folks. I'm bouncing all over the place. Sue me. I'm sobering up. Um... DOJ is going after this fucking reporter, man. They're they're getting the FBI on him and they're working against him because he's been doing nothing but exposing truths, man. I mean, still, you know how many fucking people in, in politics right now are still screaming about the five police officers that died on January 6th? Fuck you. It was not five fucking police officers that died on January 6th. Four of them fucking killed themselves somehow or another later on, and one of them died because of natural causes. There were people that died in January 6th. There was an old man that was in the crowd that died because his fucking heart went off and fucking just stopped running or skipped a beat or something. He had a heart attack because of one of the flashbangs. Then there was that one uh, boiled chick who got the shit kicked out of her by D.C. police and they tried to pull her off of the fucking steps because she was getting stomped on by D.C. police and somebody tried to give her CPR and she didn't fucking make it. And then you have Ashley Babbitt that died by getting shot in the fucking neck. Now, 
that's a whole other story in itself. And I'm not even going to get into that because I don't have the facts and I don't have verifications. But I mean, some things just really don't add up with that story 100%. I'm not saying that she didn't die. I'm not saying that she did. I'm just saying that not everything fucking adds up on that one. But that's a story for another day whenever more information finally fucking comes out about it. But the thing is, they're feeding you a bunch of fucking horse shit. And what happens? Just people eat it up, man. Eat it up. Vote blue no matter who. Oh my God. And what happens? Fucking Trump gets on stage and he makes fun of Dementia Joe and how he's acting. And next thing you know, the fucking media is screaming about the fact that Trump doesn't know where he's going. Look, Trump's old too. He's got dementia. He's old. Watch out, Trump. Look look how he walked down that ramp in the rain in his dress shoes like he was about to slip. He just, he's got to move so slow. He can't even barely go around the stairs. Oh my goodness. Meanwhile, Dementia Joe's falling off of fucking everything except for a fucking floor. No, take that back. He fell off the floor. <laughs> this man has tripped over everything, including a blade of glass. And his dogs fucking bite everybody. He's fucking sniffing everybody. Jesus Christ, man. That man sniffs more hair than fucking Tony Montana does cocaine. And, and, and we're just going to overlook it. And we're just going to be fine. How you doing, Uncle Joe? No. And then you got fucking people like Mayorkas going on. There. He's sharp. He's, he's on top of this. He's, he's very, very adamant. He, he, he knows how to get the job done. No, shut the fuck up. Are you fucking serious man you see it on fucking tv and, and then somehow or another people still believe it. It, it, it it's like it's like the majority of people that still support joe biden are the ones that are listening to harry sessions on fucking tiktok headline fucking harry that's all they do they go after the headlines they see the little snippets that the media gives you you know the ones that he seems semi fucking you know competent and halfway going on this is the early parts when the juice is still going at him from his huge fucking vitamin c boost that they gave him in his keister and he goes out there just hard and then he's halfway through he starts to get off script and lose fucking sight and he can't really read the teleprompter i'm here for motley crotch you know and shit like that you know he used to call me corn pop because I was crackling with the crabs, and, uh, you know, he goes off, and, you know, oh, pretty little girl. They don't show those parts. Fox will show them, but, you know, you only watch Fox if you're a Republican. <laughs> the Republican. To be all, to be all honest, folks, Trump really only ran on the Republican ticket because everybody knows you can't get elected on an independent ticket because of the fact that you have so many people that vote as if they are cattle being herded. Vote blue no matter who. We go red or we'll end up dead. You know, shit like that. It's, it's fucking crazy. 
then they're just, they're both part of the cults, man. And Trump knew this. Now, they are, you, you have a large part of swayable independent voters. And Trump pulled a lot of them over to the right-hand side on the red ticket. Now, if Trump ran on an independent ticket, he probably could have gotten, I'd say, about even more of the independent vote. But he would have lost the Republicans and the Democrats. And we already know that the party was rigged before Trump even got involved. There was really no decision to make. I mean, have you ever heard the old saying, the way you know, I'm picking the lesser of two evils? Why is it every fucking president had already been in politics for so fucking long? Because of the fact they were already part of the game. They understood how it worked. They understood the unwritten rules. And they went along with it. They did a show. They did a song. They did a dance. You know, they shook some babies, kissed some hands, sucked some dicks. They got what was needed, what was done. And they kept people fucking voting along party lines. Well, the Republicans say this, and then the Democrats say that. It's a fucking show. Trump was not. He was a player, but he wasn't a member. There's a difference. It was kind of crazy. See, Trump would play into the game. See, Trump had actually dedicated to Democratic parties. Trump has dedicated and donated. He had donated money to Democratic parties. He donated money to Republican parties. He donated money to independent parties. He's seen what goes on behind the scenes and how things work. He didn't know 100%, but, you know, he caught that earful every now and then. And he had people that were friends. And whenever you're friends and you get friendly and then you get to drinking and then when you get to talking, Trump doesn't drink. Believe it or not, Trump does not drink. He doesn't degrade you for doing what you do. You do you, boo-boo. See, that's something that a lot of people forget how to do is agree to disagree. You do you, boo-boo. I'll take care of me. I even had an interaction on TikTok recently because somebody doesn't know how to agree to disagree. I I made a TikTok. Uh, and uh, it was about the American flag. See, a lot of people, they went, oh, I don't want to pledge to a flag. Oh. All these fucking snotty fucking people. They don't want to pledge to a flag. Well, they're simplifying it. Pledging, they're not pledging just to a flag. The flag is symbolic. Symbolic of everything else. The flag and the United States of America and to the Republic. And then they describe for which it stands. Now, under God was laid on, but indivisible. We're supposed to be united with liberty and justice for everybody. Not just those specific. But I was focusing on the fact that and the United States of America and to the Republic. See, we're going to simplify it so we can demonize it. And if we demonize it, then we can throw it away. And this is why a lot of people act the way they do, because you simplify things to make it easily hated. To be misunderstood, and it makes it easier to hate it. So you can demonize it. 
Well, I make my little 60-second fucking video, and apparently somebody comes on there and starts fucking talking about how I'm, you know, Republicans are so stupid, and they say the most obvious things, and blah, 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 and something. You're just trying to degrade me and start a fucking fight. I say, you know what? I'm not a Republican, nor am I a liberal. I'm more towards the center. But you do you, boo-boo. Keep spreading that hate like butter on a hot biscuit. And so he had to retort again with uh, something else. Uh, I forget. I'm talking about how I share a lot of Republican views. I mean, you know, you know, I vote Republican probably or something. I said I... Uh, I believe in honesty, independent thought, and uh, patriotism. And these are the things that I share, and it's because I'm a vet. So, uh, you have a lovely day. And so he, he finished it off one more time, telling me to have a good day too, but he said, you know, down with the Texas sessionist or something along those lines because of the fact that my profile picture says I stand with Texas. Well, I stand with Texas because I live in fucking Texas, and we're doing the right thing. But he has to fucking go off and spread this hate all because of the fact that Republicans are fucking evil. Republicans are fucking angry because we're going to associate all fucking Republicans with Donald Trump. But Donald Trump only ran on the Republican ticket because of the fact that you can't win on an independent ticket when running for president. This is a two-party system. So that's what he did. He got into the party. The moment he went down those escalators, he became hated because he wasn't part of the system, though. He was a player, but he wasn't a member. Well, once he got in, he became a member. And then he learned all the tricks of the trade and everything that's going on behind the scenes and everything that he's not supposed to fucking know and all the shit that they were trying to hide from him and everything else. So he's got it. Now, the thing is that he couldn't really bring it out and he couldn't really say anything about it because of the fact that the media has been lying about him for so fucking long and tearing him apart that that you wouldn't believe anything that he said because you believe the media, that he's a liar, he's a hater, he's a bigot, he's an idiot, he's a xenophobe, all this shit, he's a drunkard, he's a fucking, uh, he's suffering from syphilis, he's going to be dying soon, he's an old man, he can't remember anything, he can't hardly get around. This is what you're going to hear from them. And a lot of people just fucking suck it up like flies to shit. <laughs> Oh my God, give me more. (sighs) But we're supposed to be the fucking cult members. Yeah, there's fucking idiots and freak tards on the other side too, on the right hand side. Those that believe Trump is our savior. Trump has been delivered to us from God on high to bring us to righteousness. When when the reckoning comes and all y'all nasty, dirty sinners, it's just going to be us and Trump. And we're going to repopulate the world with good Christian people, not those oh, Democrats oh, and those young rocker kids just with their sex music. Oh. No, that don't fucking cut it either.
Trump is just a fucking man. He might be intelligent. He might be fucking rich. And he might be famous. But he's still just a fucking man. He's not a saint. He's not a savior. Right now, the only thing Trump is, is a symbol. He is the symbol for everything that the fucking Democrats want to demolish. And he's being turned into everything the Democrats want you to hate. No, I can't say just Democrats. But Democrats are the majority of them. There are some fucking Republicans. Liz Cheney for one of them. She's a piece of shit. It's just... This is everything they want you to hate. No, some people say that I'm, I'm all kinds of Republicans because I don't like any Democrats. I'll tell you what. I'll give you one Democrat. This is Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard came out and she said a little something at CPAC. Now, she used to be a Democrat. She was all about the Democratic Party because this is what she believed in. She's from Hawaii. Or, as they say it in the native tongue, Hawaii. Something along those lines. I, I, I guess. I don't fucking know. There's, I think, they've got like 80 million words and, you know, only six letters. Look, I don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to fucking be mean in the sultry culture, but Jesus, fuck, dude. That language, holy, I think there's a fish that's like 35 fucking letters long, and it's only like five letters or something. It's like five different letters, but it's like 35 fucking letters long. It's crazy. It's crazy. I even played a video game that was supposed to have realistic street depictions of fucking Hawaii and Honolulu or something. I forget the name of the game. It was cheesy as fuck. Either way. Um, Tulsi Gabber was a... Uh, she used to be a Democrat. She was from Hawaii. She would think she was the governor of Hawaii or something like that. Or maybe she was a representative or something along those lines. I don't fucking know. I think she was a governor. And um, she's at CPAC, which is like a Republican thing, I guess. Yeah, and it's like CPAC is like the biggest fucking uh, super PAC fucking Republican Party or whatever. Kinda, I guess kind of like the DNC or something. And she went out and she said something about Trump. Now let's take a listen. I'm going to take some notes. But you take a listen. Bear with me. This is about eight minutes long. I promise you folks we're coming to the end of the show. I told you. I gave you a warning. This one might be a long. They are so terrified that we the people may make what they think is the wrong choice. That in the name of protecting democracy and saving us from ourselves, they're actually destroying our democracy and taking away our freedom. And we look throughout history and we can see many examples of evildoers who find some justification, who believe that they are doing the right thing. And so today we see the Democrat elites say with great concern in their voice, but if the American people elect Donald Trump again, they warn us he will destroy our democracy. They say he will be the dictator-in-chief, that if he's elected, it will be the last election this country sees. It's laughable. It is so crazy, it's laughable. But they're justifying their actions by telling themselves that they need to destroy our democracy in order to save it. It's lunacy. And it's the mindset and mentality of dictators. They are waging a multi-front battle and they will stop at nothing until they're successful. 
I'm going to go through a few of the many examples. We've seen how Colorado, Maine, 32 states have taken some action or another themselves in an unprecedented way to try to remove the leading Republican candidate for president, Donald J. Trump, from the presidential ballots. In defiance of the Constitution, these people are single-handedly deciding that somehow they alone have the authority to take away our right as citizens to decide who we want to be our president. We see in Congress, a progressive congressman, Ro Khanna from California, someone who I've known for years, he is so desperate to take Trump off the ballot that he's demanding that the chairman of the Federal Reserve, a position that's supposed to be nonpartisan and apolitical, take action and intervene to stop the former president from getting reelected. On December 27th of last year, Representative Khanna said in a post on X that Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell, quote, should cut interest rates now, given most of inflation was caused by supply shocks. If he doesn't, he may be the person most responsible for the return of Trump. The Democrat elite and their cronies, they're using our criminal justice system to prosecute and distract the Republican presidential candidate in the midst of his campaign. As we know, Donald Trump currently faces 91 charges in four criminal cases, 44 on the federal side, 47 on the state side, all felonies. This most recent ruling in New York, the real estate case, charging him a $355 million fine plus nearly $100 million in interest for a business transaction where there was no victim or complaint, where all parties made money, so egregious that even people who are not fans of Donald Trump are standing up and saying this is crazy and criticizing this judge's decision that from the very beginning has been a very clearly politically motivated hit job. This is the truth. They're hoping and doing all that they can that they can convict Donald Trump of some crime, any crime, to try to undermine his support and therefore prevent what they fear most a second Trump presidency. And there's a reason why they're so afraid of him, because he poses a threat to this establishment where they draw their power from. When we take a step back and look beyond the personalities, look beyond Donald Trump and Joe Biden, what we're facing is a threat of far greater magnitude. A very dangerous precedent is being set. Our Democratic Republic is being destroyed by the permanent Washington elite, and there are people in both political parties who truly believe they and not the American people have the right to decide who should be our president. They easily and dangerously dismiss our Constitution, the rule of law, the voices of the American people, anointing themselves as the ones who have the power and justification to make this most important decision. Now, I've only mentioned a few of the many examples. I could write a whole book detailing all that's been done, all that the Democrat elite in Washington establishment have done and are doing to try to destroy Donald Trump and steal our election. As you know, very well, President Trump has endured years of attacks. What we're seeing now is a continuation of something that began in 2016. Ever since he came down that golden escalator. Now, I've met a lot of strong, tough people in my life, 
I can't think of a single one who could not only withstand all that they are throwing at Donald Trump without crumbling, but someone who would actually choose to keep fighting against the entire Washington establishment. Now, I, I've known Joe Biden for a long time. I used to consider him a friend. Do you think he could handle this pressure? I don't think so. I think even a fraction of this pressure and stress and attacks that Trump has endured would cause him to crumble. Now, if you listen to what Nikki Haley has been saying, she claims that she claims that President Trump only cares about himself and that he's doing all that he's doing only for himself. If that were the case, wouldn't he just walk away from all this? Walk away from the headaches and the attacks and the stress that he's enduring right now? So why doesn't he? I've had the chance to meet with him and speak with him at length, and I've seen firsthand his heartfelt interactions with friends of mine, veterans, and I've seen how he has touched their hearts and moved them to tears as he expressed his appreciation for their service and their sacrifice. No cameras, no crowds, just that heartfelt conveyance of appreciation. I've gotten a sense for what motivates him, and it's got nothing to do with what the Washington establishment is accusing him of. This is a man who's a fighter. His strength and resilience, his strength and resilience can only come from one place. His ability to endure this hardship can only come from one place, and that's a sincere love and concern for the future of our country and his care for the American people. But we've got a lot of work to do ahead of us. Now is the time for us to act motivated by our love of country. We've got to take all the outrage and sadness and fear that we may feel, caused by those in power who have no care or respect for the will of the people, take all of those feelings and let that motivate us to take action, to find strength in knowing that they are doing what they're doing because they're afraid of us. That just like we see Foreign dictators are afraid of democracy. The Democratic leader is so afraid of a free people and a free society and the possibility that we, the American people, might make the wrong choice in this election by choosing someone other than them. They are doing all they can through the power of law enforcement, criminal justice system, national security state, doing all that they can to stop us from exercising our freedom. They forget that we, the people, are the ones with the power. But we have to use that power. We cannot allow them to get away with this. Our democracy is under attack, and it's up to us to save it. We have to hold those responsible accountable at the ballot box. We have to send this strong message to leaders in both parties that those who abuse their power and undermine our democracy and our freedom will not be tolerated. That was Tulsi Gabbard, and you know, she she even brought up uh, a, the main thing that the Democrats have been screaming on the fucking mainstream media for: they're going to protect democracy, protect democracy. Oh my God! 
we don't live in a fucking democracy. If we lived in a democracy, then the idiots that are living in the major fucking cities like fucking Los Angeles and New York and everything else, they would have the majority rule. And they would rule for shit that they don't even fucking understand, like farming. They would rule over things of farming, and they have no fucking clue what farming consists of and how fucking dirty it is. And you know, they don't want to fucking touch it. They just want to eat the food. You even have people that believe that you cannot eat food directly from a fucking tree. That you... They, they, they believe something has to be done other than cleaning the fucking meat. You have to do something else scientifically to it before you're allowed to eat it. That's even dangerous for you. They, they, so they want to protect democracy, protect the fucking idiots. And just, but that's what they scream, protect democracy. Our democracy is at risk, protect democracy. And she, uh, she talked about the 94 fucking charge, 94 charges. He did not have any charges against him. 2021, 2022. But the moment in 2023 that he said he was running for political office again, that he was going to run for president again, all of these charges came up. Now, Trump is saying that's election interference, similar to the Hunter Biden situation to whenever Hunter Biden's laptop came out, but they killed all the information about that. You couldn't talk about that, right? And so... That was, in a sense, election interference because of the fact that the FBI got involved and you couldn't talk about it on any social media because the FBI wasn't even allowing it. They were the ones communicating with the social media companies and they were saying it was all Russian disinformation by a bunch of fucking CIA agents that signed a paper and lied. But they weren't under oath, so there was no fear of perjury for that. They, they were fine with it. And... and that influenced a lot of voters. So that is, in a sense, election interference. They're trying to influence voters again with these old charges. And they're just a bunch of bullshit charges, like the whole fucking fraud charge that he had against him that ruled against him in New York City. Now, he has to pay $354.9 million fucking dollars with the possibility of another $100 million in fucking penalty fees All because of the fact that the state of New York, or city of New York, I think it was the state, uh, believed that he overinflated the value of his own property. There were no victims in this fucking supposed crime. Banks even testified in honor of Trump. Everybody testified in honor of Trump, saying that he did nothing wrong. Now that this ruling and this judgment has come out, there are companies leaving left and fucking right from New York. They're saying they are not dealing business in New York. You have truckers not doing deliveries in New York. You have all kinds of people leaving this fucking city all because of the fact that they made this ruling. And then even the governor of New York had to come out and say, don't worry, we only did this to him because it is Trump. Again, this is the definition of Trump derangement syndrome. If you cannot see it, 
you just might be inflicted with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, that shit in New York, that, that just, and that's a violation of the fucking Constitution itself. Then they want to bring up Nikki Haley. She wants to talk about Nikki Haley and what she's doing. No, you heard the crowd boo whenever they talked about Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is something that's just, she's interesting. If you do not believe in the Uniparty or understand how deep that Uniparty is, Nikki Haley is the evidence. See, Nikki Haley is an established Republican She's been in office for a little while. Now she's running for president, right? And um, she originally endorsed Trump when she saw Trump was going to win the 2016 election because she wanted to stay behind the majority of the Republican votes. Now, after January 6th, when you started to be okay with Republicans going against Trump, because, oh my God, it's just such a travesty, because his words peacefully and quiet, you know, peacefully and patriotically protest are just so, so horrible. And he, he didn't stop anything because, you know, when he says, go home, that means fight like hell. Needless to say, um, yeah, Nikki Haley endorsed Trump until then. And then, oh my God, no, we can't endorse Trump. He's such a bad person. He's an insurrectionist, insurrectionist. He hasn't been charged for insurrection. And like Tulsi Gabbard said, there were several states trying to get him removed from the fucking ballot. That is unconstitutional. These people are trying to tell you he is so dangerous. You just don't know how dangerous he is. So we're going to take him away from you because you're, you're going to hurt yourself. Okay. You're going to put your eye out. And, and it's, he, and for you that don't understand, he's a possible choking hazard too. So he can kill you. You just, oh, it's, it's for the best. We're going to take him away. We're going to put him on yourself over here on the shelf. And and you can look at him, but you don't don't go touching. Okay. Here you can play with this Nikki Haley doll. She says thanks. Go ahead, push your button. Push your button. This is what she gets. So Nikki Haley comes out here, and, and she's the only person. And she, I, I honestly believe that she thinks that she's gonna get the Republican nomination by default. Because Trump is finally going to get in trouble for something. And they're finally going to take him away. This is what I truly believe. Because of the fact that. There's no way you can be this positive. After losing state after state after state. Including just recently your fucking home state. Oh my god. Mom, dad, you voted for Trump too. How could you? I'm sorry baby, you suck. It's, it's gotten so bad that Democratic voters are registering as Republicans in order to vote in the Republican primary in hopes to get Nikki Haley elected just so Donald Trump won't get the nomination. They hate him 
that much. They fear him that much because they believe everything that they've been told. And they too have contracted Trump derangement syndrome. Nobody is immune to it. It will come and get you one day. Just be careful. Oh my God. Everybody wants to know. Some people already know. Some people believe it. He's kind of told us. He's told us several times over why he's doing this. Now he says it. Take it for what you will. He says, I am taking these slings and arrows for you, the people. He said, I am the one receiving this from the elite, but you, the people, are the actual target. Now, you can say that these are just the crazy spattings of the fucking martyr that he believes he is, that he's supposedly laying himself down to sacrifice for us so that way he can feed into the cultists of the fucking far-right MAGA extremist. Oh my God, Savior Trump. Right? This is what you can think if you want. But listen to what he's saying and look at what's being done. The government doesn't agree with his political standings. So they're going after him in every possible way. They changed the law in New York to extend the statute of limitations to try him in a civil case and found him guilty Not of the crime itself, but for damages of the thought if the crime had even occurred. Right. Punitive damages. Because she was defamed. Because she went out and told this story that just so happens to match her pretty well with an episode of Law and Order. Then, after he said uh, that the election was rigged and there were conspiracies and things going on and people were working together, (laughs) and especially in the state of Georgia, where their governor was in on it, because the governor wouldn't make the proper actions. All of a sudden, the attorney general in Georgia says, oh, I'm going to indict you and 19 other people that worked with you for that exact same crime because I I think you tried to rig the election. You were unable to do it, but you tried to. And we're going to try to try you on this. Yeah. And then in New York, she talked about the special counsel. Now we heard somebody else talk about special counsel. Oh, Mr. Smith. Hmm. 
Mr. Smith. Hmm. Yes, Mr. Trump. You serve these people and they are all like parasites. Or it's about the best Mr. Smith impression you're going to get out of me. Either way, this this guy, fucking uh, Smith, man. Uh, I, I don't even know if he's a lawyer. It, it, apparently, it do, I don't believe, like the guy said, uh, that Merrick Garland actually has the jurisdiction to appoint a special counsel. I think that has to be done by the president. And do we honestly, honestly believe that the president is capable of doing much of anything other than eating his fucking daily dose of ice cream? I mean, he can't make any decisions. He can't even decide where the hell he's going to go when he exits the stage. But yeah, he's running things. Okay. So they got John Smith after him. And he's doing all these other indictments against him. And then you got fucking Fannie Willis going after him. And then you got fucking, uh, 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 oh, what's her fucking name? The other bitch in New York. The one that just got him on the $354 million. I mean, seriously. They've got to make up shit. And do jump all these fucking hoops. And the reason why they're not getting them on most everything and all of these fucking charges, like on that $354.9 million, man, the Trump, the, the judge had already made a decision against Trump. He had came out and fucking said it in fucking writing, came out and said that he believes Trump to be guilty already from the start. They're not going to be hold, having a fucking jury through this trial. So there is no peers. He's going to be the final decision on it. And he's even on record saying that he believes the jury gets it wrong sometimes and he has to change the fucking decision. <laughs> Excuse me. So take that for what you fucking will. After everybody t- testified on fucking Trump's behalf, saying that he did everything right, he's going to go ahead and turn around and make the same fucking decision that he had already agreed with. And now this fucking bitch, uh, she's trying to say that she's going to start fucking taking his assets because she's not going to give him enough time for the appeal. Even though he has all rights to appeal. Now they're going at him in every fucking direction. Everything and anything they can fucking think of or put up or make up, they're going after him and they're spewing fucking lie after lie after lie all over the fucking TV and radio and in the commercials. Just so you won't vote for him. Just because you'll be afraid of him. And in hopes, maybe you can too can catch Trump derangement syndrome. So the question is, what the fuck are they afraid of? Where they don't want you to know what's going on. You're you're not smart enough to truly understand the complexities of what is government and what's necessary in this government and how it has to be fucking taken care of because we're doing these things for you. We're the chosen ones. That's really what it's come down to. Mm -hmm. They're fucking terrified. I'll tell you exactly what they're terrified of. They're terrified of the promise 
that Donald J. Trump made during his fucking inauguration in January of 2017 when he said this is more than just a transition of power from one administration to the next. This is a transition of power from the government to you, we the people. He was putting us back in the driver's seat. He was giving us the information and the power that we needed to take control of our country. He was going to grant us the information and the knowledge of everything that was going on behind the scenes and how the government was using and abusing you in every possible fucking way. He was going to teach you how the fact that you are just a pawn. And in a sense, he did. Because he did things during his first administration that a lot of people didn't think were even possible, including peace in the fucking Middle East. Oh my God. And again, one of the things that I go back for, he sold rice to fucking China. You ever heard the old saying, you could sell ice to Eskimos? Well, this motherfucker sold rice to China. Literally. He didn't get along with China, but at the same time, China ran their country like a business. And he understands business, so that's what he did. And in a sense, he did give the power back to us because he started exposing things left and right. We started learning about fake media, how they lie, how they twist things, how they manipulate, and how they push and serve their fucking propaganda. More podcasts started coming out. More people started speaking out, especially whenever you have all the atrocities going on in the government and everything that's going on against Trump. More and more people are starting to speak out. So the more they go against them, the more that we support them and the more followers he gathers. They don't understand this. I don't know if they ever will. Some people are slowly waking up. Because like I said, a true blue voter is kind of like a blind person taking a shit. They'll never see the truth. They have to feel it. And one of these days, this shit's going to smack them in the face. And they're going to realize just how deep they got into it. Keep your eyes open, kitties. True Blue is out there everywhere. And you don't want to get caught up in their shit. Till next time, kitties.